0: Explore more stories like Alex's at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact. Meg Ryan, Richard Gere, Michelle Pfeiffer, Rupert.
2: Hey,
3: Hey, everybody.
2: Wow.
3: (sighs) Thanks for joining us.
2: This is uh, the first episode of uh, Hollywood Handbook. Episode number one of uh, what will
3: hopefully be a long-running episode. insiders guide to kicking butt and dropping names in the red carpet lined backrooms of this industry we call showbiz a couple of big dogs trying to share their secrets uh
2: sure. you know burn after listening yeah uh it's been uh it's been a long uh journey uh for both Sean and I to the happy slog we call it get here sure yeah. and a lot of people i think once they get to this point mm-hmm they shut the door. Close the door behind him, them. Nobody else allowed lock in. Lock the deadbolt. Uh, lock the deadbolt. Slide the slide the, chain.
3: slide the shutters, like turn the shutters closed. Yeah, the blinds. Hang up a, a gone fishing
2: sign. Mm-hmm. Put a chair in front of the door. Wedge that underneath the uh, a knob there. Yep. Not 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 us. We said from the very beginning when it happened for us, uh, we would reach back into the the world of. The, the, of yeah, the dreamers.
3: Almost instead of instead of slamming the door, what we're gonna do is we're gonna rip the door off the hinges and let all the freaks in. Yeah. We're gonna let yeah. all the misfits who who Hollywood said, No, you're not good enough. You're too different, you're too
2: edgy or raw, and right. we're gonna say, That's our people, man. Yeah, and and I think we have a chance at really turning this town upside down, once and for all. Yeah, turning it on its ear. Uh, For those of you that don't know us, I'm Hayes Davenport, Uh, this is uh, Sean Clements. Hi. Um, A while ago, we used to host another Earwolf show about, what was it about, um, it was like the news?
3: Yeah, it was about news and documentary
2: style. Right. Right. Programming, but right, it was the kind of thing that's what was hot at the time, and you know, you got to go adapt or die, you go which way the wind is blowing, and um, yeah, we made the mistake of just
3: latching on to the hot trend, yeah. And uh, I I don't regret it because it obviously launched us into the stratosphere,
2: Uh, right? um, So we could use it for this passion project yeah uh which is a podcast where we uh sort of analyze the business give people insider tips and tricks and uh, hopefully help everyone out there yeah uh, we help we're we're at the top of the mountain this podcast is us throwing down a ladder yep and saying everybody get up here yeah uh and we should probably get into a little more like our our personal journey Uh, in in Hollywood. That sounds really good. How we got to this point. Just quickly. That sounds um, really good. Is it okay if I start? I would love for you to start off. Uh, I uh, got my start. I was the first writer uh, hired on uh, a show called Seinfeld when I was 15 years old. Um, And it actually, at the time, I pitched what would become the name of the show. It was going to be called Mr. Seinfeld. Um, from there, uh, I did a couple years on the Barry Sanders show at the same time. And, uh, after that, I sort of wanted to get out of the business for a while, work on stuff that was just for me, you know, like you write you, like a personal screenplay that kind of tells your story, the kind of thing that you'll just like put in a drawer and but it'll always be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the thing that is just, uh, you as who you are, but, um, John, you leaked it, you read it, and you decided that I guess it should have. (laughs) I I knew you didn't have the (laughs) guts to put that thing out there, and I knew we needed to see it. And it ended up becoming uh, uh, three movies, actually, Uh, uh, Twister, Remember the Titans, and uh, Black Hawk Down. Mm -hmm. Uh, And from there, bounced around a little bit, and uh, 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 Movies and TV created a show called House, uh, and now I'm sort of reluctantly transitioning to the to the other side of the camera um, because I, uh, I made the stupid decision to take my shirt off once when I was relaxing on the grass at the Sony lot. Since then, I've done um, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. I was the uh, the mayor mm-hmm. in that. I uh, in. Uh, Movie called uh, We Are Mar- Marshall. I was uh, Marshall. I was the title role in that, and I was in um, Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen as the uh, the guy who beats up a transformer. Uh, and and you you punch him so hard, his uh, his engine shut down. Or his something. engine shut down, and he sort of slumped. And then I gave him a really hard punch, so his his head flew off into space.
3: There's also a deleted scene where you kicked his robot butt, and then. A bunch of oil fell out, and yeah. it sort of looked like you had like kicked e. him in the butt so hard that he pooped his pants.
2: Yeah,
3: I don't and I remember, I said "pu," yeah, you said, "you said pu," <laughs> you said, "stinky robot." Somebody changes dieti, and <laughs> I couldn't understand why they cut that scene out because I remember thinking that that was really yeah. some a much-needed break from the action and drama, right?
2: And a little bit of levity, and that's what you bring to the table. Well, the, sh- the movie was not a big success, I think, maybe, for that. Decisions like that. G- go ahead.
3: Uh, yeah, me. Tell uh, us about Sean. You know, uh, you guys know I hate to talk about myself, um, but at the same time, that's what this is in mm-hmm. a way. So, uh, yeah, uh, star athlete, probably could have done anything anything I wanted in any physical arena, but at the same time, didn't want to let my mind atrophy. So, uh, hung up the Jersey and the pads and the rackets and all that stuff and was sort of just bumming around Chicago and London doing, um, uh, renegade art pieces, Mm -hmm. uh, that got a lot of buzz. um, blah, 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 told Tina Fey, I thought she was funny, she should be a writer, Uh, said maybe maybe do something about uh, 30 Rockefeller Center or something, and uh, just just was like, throw away, total throwaway. I think that wound up being a show Uh at one point. Um, Third Rock
2: from the Sun,
3: I think. I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't own a TV.
2: But I I also uh,
3: wound up meeting a young man named... um, Uh, Rocky Gervais, and I told him, you know what's funny? People. And what do people do? Not me, but a lot of people, Mm -hmm. they work in an office. Mm -hmm. And he took that to heart and said, oh, maybe I should go work in an office. And I said, no, you dope, create a show about it. And then I told him how to do jokes, and then I went finally to – (laughs) to Los Angeles where I am now and someone stole my journal which I had just been keeping just for me to sort of reminisce on all the uh, misadventures I had been having and uh, not dissimilar to Hayes it wound up being a series of movies Jurassic Parks uh, Big Fish RoboCop the new one That's from my journal. What's the Transformers before Revenge of the Fallen?
2: Engineer Cody, this is your, this is what you're supposed to.
3: You're the one who watches this trash. Yeah. The moon. Something about the moon. The The dark moon. moon. Cody. Isn't it something about the dark moon? Big moon. moon? Oh, you know what? It was Apollo 13. That's right. And I, and so, and so after that I said, well, it's out there now. I might as well make a dollar and a cent off it. And uh, I started doing some of my own stuff. And um, uh de has a lot of success in front of the camera, um, have ultimately found that I'm more comfortable behind it. I'm just one of these people who's never been comfortable saying, look at me. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be like, everybody look at this. This is what's interesting. This is what's important. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times the camera whips around and they still do look at me. And that's why you've seen some of my cameos in uh, your Larry Crowns, your Premium Rushes, uh, your, um, uh, your Drop Dead Freds. I think that's it lately. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's nice. And so, you know, all of that uh, is behind me now, and I'm here, and I'm doing the podcast. And yes, I'm uh, still <laughs> doing other stuff. And uh, you know, you're going to see our names and deadline and stuff, and you're going to think, oh, if they've got this going on, are they going to have time to do the podcast? Yes, we're going to keep doing the podcast.
2: And that's not... Well, it's a good roadmap. Yes. It's a good roadmap. And there is no one way. uh, Well, they see that we went different directions, you know? Mm -hmm.
3: Um, The common thread, I would say, is that neither of us ever wanted this.
2: Yes. Didn't want anything to do with it. Yes. That's important to point out. We both sort of fell into, uh, you know, just a knock at our door one day. We were both just doing our own thing. uh, And I guess uh, some people liked it, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah,
3: unfortunately, yeah, I didn't really have a choice. You just get right. tapped and you have to do it, and that's how it happens. It's not a choice. Uh, I wish I had a choice about. And when it comes to like writing, yeah, when somebody says they chose to be a writer, I'm like, you're friggin' lucky, man, because right. if I didn't have some outlet for this friggin' wild shit that goes on in my brain I, if yes. I couldn't splash it down on the page, I'd be locked up in, in a, a in a freaking asylum. Cell. Yeah, I'd be in a padded yep, with cell a straight jacket. A Napoleon on hat. With a Napoleon hat and and handcuffs and, mm-hmm. and uh sh- you know leg yeah. brace. Just twist it. Just twist it mm-hmm. up. Because
2: that's some of what's in my head. And and people find it entertaining, luckily. Sure. Uh now, Engineer Cody, do you remember uh, a while ago it wasn't actually that long ago when we asked you to look up the name of uh, the Transformers movie yes, with uh, Dark and Moon in it mm-hmm. and you you were sitting in front of a computer uh, and you just kind of You
3: were on IMDB I mean I could see your screen from here You
2: typed some stuff and you just sort of shrugged uh, like it was impossible to figure out what the name of that movie was Do you remember that? I don't know I I think so, yeah Just as we go forward, uh, because it's the first episode, we're going to have some kinks to work out in the first episode.
3: Absolutely, yeah. It's not going to be a perfectly oiled machine from day one.
2: Uh, You know, like for example, I managed to look it up myself. It's Transformers: (laughs) Dark of the Moon. Uh, So, in the future, okay, just typing in the words that we say into it, basically anywhere on your screen uh, should. Yeah, I remember there was a point where you turned. And you gave me this look
3: (laughs) and this kind of shrug, and you shook your head like, no dice, bud. Yeah. And you seemed scared, and you seemed incompetent, and I was thinking, why is he looking at me? Why is he not looking at the screen? Because I think it actually says what we're asking for. Right. Now, as it turned out, the movie we were thinking of was Apollo 13.
2: Right. Water under the bridge. What? But in the future. And it was nice, because you did visibly... Try something that didn't work. I'm not sure what that could have been. I don't know what you did to And that's in. what, you know, that's, it's nice to see, but it is also what scares me a little bit. That I think what he did was, I said,
3: what was the movie before Revenge of the Fallen?
2: Right. I think he typed in Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, then clicked the back button. And, and was like, I'll see what's before this. Yeah. And I think it didn't show him. And it 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 turns out that Dark of the Moon is the third. That was the third installment, so he should have hit the forward button. Yeah, I mean, I
3: I don't own a TV, so for me, a lot of this I'm guessing at. But
2: yeah. uh, Anyway, it's all cleared up. It's okay, bud. um, uh, Emmys, Emmy stuff. The Emmys. People want to hear about the Emmys. Who went home with Emmy? (laughs) Uh, We um, we went. Good. Good show. Yeah. Um, uh, I was on my phone for a lot of it. You know, the thing that people always really want to hear about is the, the parties. The parties. Uh, and people think it's pretty
3: glamorous and think it's pretty cool, all these Emmy parties. But yeah. I actually find it more stressful because I go, guys, could we spread these out over a few weeks? Right. So that I don't have 50 friggin' people mad at me. I can only hit maybe 12
2: parties. Right. It's a lot of no, so when you're invited to all
3: of them, can you imagine the pressure that you yeah. feel?
2: you know sometimes I just like feel like I would just want to stay home with uh you know with my real fans, you know what I mean, yeah, uh, like my girlfriend and my cat like those are like I, those are my biggest fans who sort of like center me, yeah, cheap dirty and, secret, we lead pretty simple lives, yeah, um uh, yeah, and that's a dangerous thing to sort of expose because there is this brand of. Yes, like the, you know the marquees and the Hollywood the red Rebel, red carpet and, uh, and stuff some like that. But friggin' crazy orgy at Sigourney
3: Weaver's pool house right, or something. Right. And but spoiler alert: like,
2: we're just normal guys. We're oh real man. normal yeah. people. In we're the, like you, and we have, in to a be. lot of ways, yeah. In uh, some ways, we're not. So, but we wanted to use this uh, opportunity to apologize to some of the. Parties, that Just some we, of the parties that we couldn't make it to, uh, rather than individually having to
3: email every person, we were just like, well, we've got this big platform, everyone's yeah. listening,
2: let's go ahead and just send out a sorry. Yeah, uh, like what were, God, what, what were some of the parties uh, we missed? Well, um, uh,
3: the quick list of just network ones... Uh, yeah you know we're sorry to John Landergraph uh but it's mm-hmm. FFX, FXX FX, FXM we couldn't go we're sorry yeah. sorry Louis um, and and so AMC and some of these mm-hmm. other networks we're sorry MTV2 yeah. I don't know chiller yeah chiller o- that was very o- ovation scary. uh we, and, you know we're very sorry um there and was- then to the individuals yeah sorry uh to Tom Calicchio. Mm-hmm. Jenna Fisher, yeah.
2: Brian Posehn, mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson. I heard uh, good things about the. There were always those magazine parties. There was that big uh, Nintendo Power uh, party on the roof of the Staples Center. I heard that one was. Uh, and we wish we could have been there. And cool. if you and if Handing you would out a do of, it on a different night, a we would go. Exclusive cheats and stuff. That one would have been fun. Um, Secret MTV had, uh, that, the, the secret channel that shows like what songs are going to be cool. The one that still plays music videos. Yeah. Yeah. And from the, it's from always the, so weird. I have to
3: bite my ones. tongue when people complain they go, it used to stand for music television. And I'm like, well, it still does. If you have secret. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and they had all the bands that are going to be sort of cool down there where the, uh, t-shirt boys were there. Um uh yeah, the t-shirt boys, um uh DJ Spaghettios. So that was Huckleberry uh, <laughs> Hound's dad. So that was uh a shame. That would have been fun. And uh obviously the biggest apology probably Scott Anchorman. Yeah, Scott Anchorman had the big <laughs> Hollywood Handbook uh, launch party, uh, which we and we would have loved
3: to attend.
2: And and I think it's not for not for lack of trying. We did uh, try to move some stuff around. Yeah, we tried to reorganize our schedule as much as we could. And
3: I, I heard that the party was great.
2: I heard, that. yeah, I heard that uh, some of the other hosts were uh, were able to yeah. show up. All, I guess, all the other hosts showed up, and they sort of formed a line of like you know sword like holding swords up that we would sort of like pass under on our way in and we honestly did try to um to make it and hopefully and uh, hopefully next year yeah and uh, hopefully that we, we sent um john leguizamo and uh engineer brett in our place uh that they were hopefully that was appropriate, uh, at, at some yeah. of the way there yeah um what, what what was the other there was some other stuff in the emmys this year that we wanted to sort of dig into
3: uh, well, there was I remember a very powerful message given yes. by one of the, I know what you're gonna say one of the uh, award recipients and it was a message that even though mm-hmm. it's 10 to 20 years old mm-hmm. it's still very powerful.
2: Yeah uh, this is um, a friend of ours, friend of the show uh, Steve Levitan. That's who you're talking about, right? Yes, one of my closest friends. Uh, He is the creator of the show, Moderate Family. He gave a speech. Shocking win, surprise win for them, because I know they had been sort of
3: under the radar. Yes. Uh, So the fact that they were able to collect enough votes. But the Emmys
2: are... the time for shows like that. Yes, to, it's
3: about recognizing
2: what's next, the, what's yes. new. And what is really the best, funniest, what's, in the case of comedy, is the funniest. And what's actually just piss your piss your trousers funny. Yes. Uh, and Steve Levitan gave a speech. He didn't have to, you know. Like, Didn't have to give normally that's the time where you fucking thank executives or whatever, like suits. Yeah. You say,
3: uh, yeah, you, you say the same boring shit of like, uh, we've got a great cast. Uh, yeah, yeah thanks to my agents and sure. that shit. But he went up with a real message
2: to send, right? Uh, I, I actually had the clip. If oh, should, that's yes. great. Okay, let's just play it. Uh, thank you to everyone at 20th Century Fox Television, Dana Walden, Gary Newman. Thank- and you should, you know. You do you, still you thank the, probably you the still suits. You do still thank the suits, but it's a, mistake if but a you, lot of people end there. Right. I cannot begin to express
3: to you how surreal this ride has been because none of us
2: grew up feeling like winners. So thank you to the bullies, to the uh, popular kids, to the gym teachers who taunted us, who
3: rejected us, and who made fun of the way we ran. Uh, Without you, we never would have gone into comedy. Thank you very much. Wow. Brave. You need a minute after that. Yeah. And to paint a picture for the people listening who didn't get to see this, some of the losers on stage with him, first of all, Steve Levitan is not your typical what you picture when you think of a rich Hollywood writer. He is... Six four, sure. uh, good looking. He's right. in great shape. He's got all his hair. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, and just sort of charismatic. But then strong behind jawline, him, really strong jawline, and uh, yeah, just a sort of so he's the sort of leader of this freak parade that's up on stage. That includes, if you've ever seen Sofia Vergara, you know she's never felt like a winner in her
2: life. Yeah
3: gym teachers must have been giving her
2: hell and you think of like who would have made the decision to put someone like that on TV where she could be seen mm-hmm. by other people it just doesn't it, to hear it it doesn't make sense like on the surface it doesn't make sense you wouldn't think it would work. But when combined with... But if there's other freaks around sure. who go, hey,
3: these are our people, man. Right. You're from the same tribe as me. Right. And they give them that opportunity to shine. And it it also, I mean, you've got Ed O'Neill is on that Ed show. Ed O'Neill, yeah. Who, it's a sad story in a way because he was a very, he was like a division one college athlete. Um, and that doesn't start in college. In order to be a college athlete, you have to have been a high school athlete. Right, So... People must have been making fun of the way he ran because it mm-hmm. must have been very fast. this
2: fast guy. Hey, fast guy. Okay.
3: You don't seem to be struggling. Like, he did, probably didn't get winded that much. And it's just like, that's got to be hell on you. And thank you for doing that, Bullies and Gym Teachers, because yeah. he found his way into comedy because of that.
2: And uh, <sighs> sorry, um, to think of like uh, Sarah Hyland. Yeah. Who, um, yeah, is going through this today? Right you know, now, she is. She's in. Uh, she's a young woman. I think she's in she's, in high school. She's a high school age. Yeah, and uh, to imagine her having to go from like a fashion shoot, glamour, Vogue magazine, and having to put up with that the kind of abuse she must be every day. How how she and to say she
3: never is going to get a chance to feel like a winner. Yeah, you know, except on that stage. Yes, That's the one place that these people get to feel like winners. And so for him to give that message to people, obviously not like Hayes and I, but to people who are out there who are struggling with being incredibly good looking, incredibly wealthy, with being very talented, Mm -hmm.
2: you know, that's got to feel like shit. And people must fucking really rake you over the coals for that. Nice reminder uh, for people like us. And also nice vindication for like... Bullying that you've done in the past, and how it's a it's a very good thing to do. Yes. Um, yeah. Bullies are the
3: inspiration for all creative success. Right. And if we didn't have bullies, we wouldn't
2: have innovation. Right. Uh, and, and I think it's good to get that out there. And, and this f- is the kind of thing that a lot of today's Hollywood stars do. A little slap on the wrist to them. They've been doing all this anti-bullying messaging now because mm-hmm, they are like mm-hmm. I want to be the only star, mm-hmm. you know. Like uh, they don't this want is, any this other is stars. Creating created. the door. This is pulling up the ladder. This is, you know yes, what I mean? Yes. This if is they what stop we bullying, about. they can be
3: the only star. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, that's why that's gotten so much traction. Right. Is just they're going like, oh, there will be no more celebrities if I can end bullying with my platform I yes. have
2: now. And kudos to Levitan. Yes for not taking nutting. Thanks Steve Levitan for making us uh laugh and and, and think and think and be sad. Uh we're going to be right back. Uh oh, our, we have a, a a guest. Um John Joe Joe Joan. It's written. Let down me somewhere. yeah, I got I have his email. Let me see. Jack Johnson Jack Johnson uh, Jack Johnson from the uh, News Star Girl of the News Girl Star of the News Girl um, is going to be uh, in the studio um, and he's going to take some some questions from, uh, from fans of the show, hopefully and uh, t- tell us a little about his craft and uh, all that stuff uh, So stay tuned to Hollywood Handbook
0: Hollywood Handbook
2: So I just slapped it out of her hand and I went,
3: Mila, Kunis, if you're just going to complain about the new
2: iOS, then I'll buy you a new phone and we'll put the old iOS on it. But I'm not going to listen to this crap anymore. It's, I mean, the fact that someone told her, it wasn't going to be me, but I'm glad somebody did, because this is you're every welcome. new phone, every time. Hey, hey. Uh, welcome back to Hollywood Handbook. Um, we, uh, we have a regular feature on the show that we really uh, we really love to do. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the fans like it also, called um, the teaser freezer. We reach into the teaser freezer, and we grab the latest teaser. Yeah. Uh, Everyone loves and movie it's, teasers. And, it's a nice uh, cold treat to yeah. just
3: om-nom-nom, scrum-nom-nom, gobble-down on. And uh, we try to pick what is the hottest, biggest movie mm-hmm. that's going to
2: make the most money. Yes. And be the best, right? And which, when you've been uh, in this industry as long as as we have, you can sort of pick stuff you out. You can smell even, it even at the teaser stage. That's what really makes or breaks. You can smell uh, it on a teaser a box when it's going uh, to be one yes. for the freezer. And at the at the time of this uh, recording, uh, this uh, movie has not come out yet. But I think it will have been released and successful and uh, all that uh, by the time you actually hear it. Um, It's a movie called uh, Don John. Uh, Very under the
3: radar. Yeah. uh, Hasn't really been getting any mainstream promotion because it is an independent film.
2: Yes. uh, Which we really enjoy when artists are allowed to make their own vision. Yes. Starring uh, sort of underground like uh, Gordon Joseph Levitt, Scarlett Johnson, um, Um, Tony Dancer. Tony Dancer and um, Julianne Marr. Julianne Marr. And these are people that if you saw them, you would say, oh, like, I remember that person. Oh, they're from, from, like, whatever
3: yeah. cell phone commercial right. or, you
2: know. Um. uh and just, maybe they played Chandler's boss or something once. For people who don't know, like if we ever get to inside, see, this, this is like a big risk for us if we start using terminology that we know, but people outside the business maybe don't know. A teaser is like a, a sort of an advertisement for a movie that plays before, before the movie. Before a movie comes out, and yeah. if you get to the movies early, like we try to do, mm-hmm,
3: they'll show because you people some. People worked hard. They'll on this show stuff. you some of these. This is what it's promoting the movie yeah. and showing you just pieces of it. Right. So we're not playing you a movie. Right.
2: Uh, but it is pieces of a movie. Right. And if you're listening to uh, a podcast like this trying to figure out tips for how you can go to the movies at uh, the, the, this sort of gives you something to expect. If you uh, if you figure out a way to go to the movies, you can see uh, a bunch of teasers before uh, b- before the movie. Don't yeah, leave can, don't leave after the teasers because that's when the movie starts. Because
3: there's a movie after the teasers, but they'll show you three or four teasers um, in the theater, and it's not your movie yet. And uh, yeah. and you can and if you do want to start going to the movies, this podcast is a great place to start. And just pick up your newspaper yeah. and see where's the theaters, and then you go and there's somebody there who will help you, and uh, you can start enjoying these teasers and these movies,
2: uh, and really feel in the know when you listen to this. Okay, so let's let's open up the teaser freezer. Uh, we're going to... Uh, a frosty blast of air in your face, and uh, here is uh, the Don John teaser that we're going to sort of pause intermittently and uh, and uh, narrate as it goes for when there's just text on the on the screen, yes. uh, we'll uh, we'll read it to you. Okay, here it is. Are we recording? Regular Joe here, ladies and gentlemen. I
3: have written and directed a movie. It's called Don John, and it's coming out in the fall. We
2: just put together our first trailer for it, so I'll shut up now and you can watch that. But I'll be back. First of all, why before this has guys that have that are in movies not? been at the beginning of the teaser saying, Here it comes.
3: Yeah. I mean this has been a pet peeve of mine about teasers for a long time is that when I'm going to watch a teaser for um Toy Story or something mm-hmm. that I don't have, um, Chuck and, Spaceman yeah. uh, you know asking if I'm recording mm-hmm. and then when I see him going like, Hey, you're gonna see this teaser Yeah. Because a lot of times and I'm sure this has happened to our audience at home, if they've Managed to go to a movie is the teaser started, and they've gone, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> what the fuck is going on in here? No one told me that we were recording, and nobody that's, told me who they are. Yeah. It's very scary. Yes. Um, and one other thing I'd like to point out that's great is this guy who's talking to us, we're going to see him in the movie yes. playing a character. Mm-hmm. And so, in order to differentiate, he doesn't just say, hey, I'm Gordon Joseph Levitt. He goes,
2: I'm regular Joe. Yeah. This is just him hanging out. Because before he says that, you forgot that he was your friend, you know? Like, just in case you didn't know that he was, like, a good friend of yours, uh, he gives you that reminder in the And he's going to be doing
3: a very different voice, a very fake voice during the movie – But he also is doing a fake voice whenever he's talking. And so it's nice to clarify, this is my regular Joe voice. It's fake. And I'm going to be doing a fake weird accent in the the
2: movie part. Yeah. So here's the difference. Let's hear that. I want to hear
1: that. There's only a few things I really care about in life. My body, (laughs) my pad, my ride family my church my boys my girls
2: and my porn that is the same guy we, i know we said it's that the same guy speaking is, that, and that's why he had that to let is the you same know. guy it sounds like two different guys but it is the same guy and he was right to chuckle when he said i directed a movie yes it's very funny uh, it goes. I'll skip the part. It goes on. He just repeats those things. For, he repeats that for those a couple things, minutes.
3: and that I think is a mistake. He said this is the first trailer they cut, and I assume they took it out of the later ones that he says it over again because he keeps saying they that. accidentally yeah. looped it.
1: Body pad ride, family church, boy, girl,
2: and now he's looking at Scarlett Johnson. Uh, he meets her at the bar. She's sexy. It says written and directed by. Yes,
0: That's definitely her.
1: Gorgeous weather. Oh, this girl's more than a diaper. Oh my god, were you in love with this girl already? Sure, so I've seen this girl. Oh
0: my god, what's her name? What's her name?
1: Why'd you say yes to me? I'm
0: just gonna have to wait to find
1: out. See, that
2: was a cool part where they the mom saying, What's her name? What's her name? and then not saying it. Yes, because it's sort of the voice of the audience at that point like, Oh, what's that girl's name? I gotta name? know. Who I gotta she know. Is. Oh, now I gotta shell out. T- t- whatever it is. pay the bucks to, to find out $25 for a movie these days it's mm-hmm. out- outrageous it is outrageous that pays the bills alright I got time
0: you're cute I like you oh yeah yeah
1: listen you wanna know the truth you're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life
2: and I think that's at a good time to remind everyone that Gordon Dressel also wrote this movie so when you hear something like that a good say, exchange like that where does that come from that's
1: him. You like movies? I don't watch too many movies. The Pretty Woman, The Pretty Man. I mean, they drive off into the sunset. Everyone knows it's fake.
0: I love movies like that. Yeah, you
1: know? great. But they watch it like it's real life. Oh. Oh. Baby. Yeah. What are you doing? I was just reading emails. No, you weren't. She caught me watching porn. Yeah.
2: That's it,
1: right? Oh! Baby.
2: Now, a lot of people... At the beginning of the teaser, are listening to it and saying, "I that where's that song? Where's Good Vibrations mm-hmm. by Marky Mark and the Fungie Bunch? Uh, like, isn't that supposed to be the song that's in?" And then they he do does reward
3: you in. with it, and it's just so. It's one of many pieces of this trailer that is very timely. Yeah, because the Fungie Bunks are right now coming back blowing up again mm-hmm. and then also if you notice a lot of this is reminiscent of a very popular TV show mm-hmm. that is huge right now
0: mm-hmm.
3: the Jersey Shore Mans yeah and and the the Jersey Shoremans all dress like this and they talk like this. And when he's doing my body, my clothes, my – you know, mm-hmm. that's kind of what those guys are like with their gym tan laundry yeah. stuff. And if you couldn't put it together, Ronnie shows up in the trailer and he just bonks you over the head. he goes, hey, you dummy, he's doing Jersey Shore
2: Shoremans, so you know you already like it. There was also that uh – in a lot of these movies, and in the teasers, they'll have those exchanges that are sort of like uh, like you and your friends interact. It's supposed to replicate real life. Uh, and there was that great exchange where his friend goes, "So she caught you watching porn," and and he goes, yeah. "He goes, I know, right?" And the guy goes, "Oh, yeah." Well, he goes you know? first. He goes, "That's it." Yeah, he caught you watching porn. That's it. But I know, then- right. Oh! Yeah, then... And you sort of wonder what what happened for him in between thinking it wasn't a big deal and thinking and it was a big suddenly, deal. Suddenly, because he said, I know, right, that's what Ooh. really set him off. Yeah, because he did uh, understand it at with first. That it wasn't that big a deal. Yeah, he was like, oh,
3: you actually took the attitude that it wasn't a big deal, then now it is a big deal. I think. I don't know. I'm going to have to shell out the $45 or whatever the F it costs to go see a movie these days. And, you know, that's just that. Because I got to know her name and I got to know why that guy changes mind so fast. Let's keep going.
1: She caught me watching porn. That's it? Right? Oh! How do you watch that? How do you watch all the stupid movies that you watch? Movies and porn are different, John. They give awards for movies. They give
2: awards for porn, too. You Drop the music when you do a a funny teaser joke. That's another... Uh, this is a, a trick of the teaser. Yes.
1: There's only a few things I really care about in life. I don't know if I really want a wife and kids. Oh, look what you did.
0: I look like a grandmother. But do I have any grandchildren? If you want to lose yourself, you have to lose yourself in another person. It's a two way thing.
2: That's Julianne Marr. Uh, it'll be interesting to find out... Who she is in the movie? Because she's not the mom. She's an older lady who is friends with, uh, who's who's friends with Don John. I think I think she's his analyst. Which uh, to see, sort of a tough guy,
3: sort of a tough Italian-y guy, going to an analyst huh. is
2: something that we haven't really seen in TV or in movies. I don't know if I could buy something like it would be very interesting if they were to show that but the truth is that tough guys don't they don't go they to don't something that like that stuff.
3: because it's you have to tuck by your feelings
2: there right and they have their guard up so so i'd be interested to see if they were brave enough to do something like that but it would if they did I'd, responsibly I to say, yeah prove it to me
1: you yeah. know and hey, maybe it's time to try something new
2: And this is, uh, I'll just read you the review from Entertainment Weekly. It says, funny, touching, smart, and supremely confident. Now, that is
3: something I don't think we say enough about movies, that it seems confident. Yeah. That while making the movie, whoever made it must have never second-guessed any choices they made. They must have gone, yes, this thick of an accent is appropriate. Yes, this song by the... Funchy Bunks is appropriate. Yes, all this story and this friend changing his mind this fast is the right amount of time it should take. And I think that not enough people are confident enough to just never really Mm -hmm. take a second look and go, is this good? So. (laughs)
2: Singing along, he's singing along with a bunchy bunch, and then he pulls up alongside another car, and um, he stops singing, and then he starts again. And he said he was coming back, Gordon Joseph Levitt. So I hope he does. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. You're far too kind. Hey, you want to follow my uh, YouTube channel? You can do that. You can also follow me on. See, that is the same guy, also. We should say he's doing a third voice. He's doing another new voice. Yeah. Um, But it is still the same guy. Yeah, he's disappeared into this regular Joe character. And that's why it's called acting. Yes. In the words of Lawrence Oliver, it's, uh, you know, that's why it's called acting. That's why they call it Kid. kid. That's why they call it doing acting kid.
0: The Twitter, on the Facebook, on the Yahoo Tumblr. Or if you're
3: feeling creative. I run a collaborative production company called Hit Record. And we're about to start making all kinds of art revolving around the themes of this movie, Don John. So if you're a writer or a filmmaker or a musician or any kind of artist, check, come check out Check. The site. Check.
2: And, uh, oh, I made a video about that collaboration to start it off, as I do on a regular basis, which is part of the reason why I'm called Regular Joe. Ask Rob Brown the other reason. Thanks again.
3: And we did ask Rob Brown and he said it's because his Gordon Joseph Levitt's bow movements are so uh consistently timed. timed. Yeah. And it's and I don't I don't work blue. I'm not making a joke, but we did ask Rob Brown because we know him. Um and uh he and that's what he told us is the other reason. I don't know if he's having a joke on us. Yeah.
2: That was, it's time to close the teaser freezer. Close the teaser freezer and keep everything else fresh. Sneak a munch on on an otter pop, Mm -hmm. Uh, then okay, time to close it up. We'll be right back uh, with our guest, Jack Johnson, uh, from the News Girl. Uh, We're very excited. Uh, He uh, asked us if he could be our launch guest, and we... uh, We said no, and... We uh, went back and forth um, a few times. Yeah, ultimately... uh, Give the kid a break. We worked it out. We'll be right back on Hollywood Handbook. Whoa. Hollywood
0: Handbook. Ryan, Richard Gere, Michelle Pfeiffer, are we recording?
3: Rupert. Are we recording? Are we recording? Small, 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 Is the light? Is that the light? Are we... we... Are we recording? I think we are. Hey, uh regular Sean here sitting with uh
2: <laughs> old regular Hayes, your buddy. Uh we're we're back with our guest, Jake Johnson. Such a pleasure uh to have you on our on our first episode.
1: Oh thanks guys, it's a real honor to we be. We know
2: here. you're busy. We know you're very busy, and it's uh always nice of you to carve out some time for your old buddies, Hayes and Sean.
1: Yeah, how you guys been?
2: We've been good. We've been good. It's been um, it's been a wild ride. Great. Uh, things obviously have changed a little bit from when we first knew you back in sure. the uh, the days when we were all just grinding it out, just mm-hmm. trying to mm-hmm. just trying to make a buck in this in this business. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, it's it's fun to think about uh, mm-hmm. when we were all doughboys going off to war.
1: Right? You know.
3: And
2: Sean um, and I were talking the other day, Jake, about uh, we were remembering when you were. Um, uh, I think you were working as a bartender at the airport. Right. Uh, after Sean Sh- and the I. The Burbank Airport. The Burbank Airport, yes. Yeah. Trying to, to swing a gig at LAX was not.
1: Well, it's because you. It, you get more tips. Yes, you yeah, get more yeah, tips. But Burbank's way more convenient.
3: Yes. Yeah, so you're, yeah, I mean, it's the devil's bargain. Uh, yes. But Yeah,
1: no, I loved um, working there.
3: Yeah, you were working there, and Hayes and I would go in there every day just to sort of take meetings with, yeah.
1: yes. You guys would go through security? Yeah, we'd buy a ticket. Uh, because this was just post ninety. I mean,
2: yes. Well, it's like a membership you pay yeah. for Soho House or whatever. Yeah. You know, like nobody says that's crazy. You buy a plane yeah. ticket every day just to be in the place where because that's where the uh the players play.
1: Well, there's, a, I mean, as you guys know, obviously there's a lot of you know LA to New York, LA to New York, out of Burbank. So you yes. guys will go right by the JetBlue aerial and just
2: not JetBlue necessarily. We do Spirit, the Spirit hmm. Terminal.
1: What business were you gonna do back then? We it was of, always the writing, acting game, right?
2: It was the writing, acting, uh, uh, producing, producing, directing, directing, uh, just casting, uh,
3: conceiving of, I guess, just
1: mm-hmm. just a whole having thing.
3: ideas. Yeah,
1: I gotta say, well, you stuff. guys, I've always viewed you two, and you know, this is huge talents.
2: Yeah, and same for you, man. And, and, same, and that's for why you were, when you, when, yeah. you uh, when you came to us, uh, when you were sort of grinding it out in in, in Burbank, and said, guys, okay. I think uh, I'm gonna hang it up. Yeah, right. you said, guys, these these two whiskey sours are on the house, right. and I think they're the last ones I'm going to serve.
3: Well, I'm those were on Lou. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> remember Lou? You remember Lou? You remember Lou? <laughs> yeah.
0: Can I help you? <laughs>
3: <laughs> but uh, yeah, you said these are on these You're are on Lou, and uh, you said I'm going to hang I'm going to hang it up, um, yeah. banging my head against the wall out here. Um, yeah, I
1: just couldn't catch a break. Uh,
3: you know, uh, we tried to loan you more dough, and you mm-hmm. wouldn't take it.
1: Well, look, you know, the reality is at that point, I was looking at myself in the mirror. I was 39 years old, 350 pounds. Mm -hmm. I had hair down to my lower back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I just thought, how the fuck is this town going to see me for what I am?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we also said... You,
3: yeah stop we said that makes yeah. sense for mm-hmm. you for where you're at and for yeah. what you appeared to be but capable I, but of but I
1: appreciated what you guys were really doing as my best friends yeah and that was you guys said to me stop you know you guys always you always teased me you yeah. came in there you razzed me but mm-hmm. you guys did it like the brothers I never had cause I was yeah. in an orphanage
3: <laughs> yeah you know you at that time <clears throat> were living in an orphanage
1: <laughs> oh, my, I'm so sorry uh, fuck man I didn't and expect then here, this. I yeah, thought we yeah. were going to be doing some bits up here. Yeah. This is fucking me up emotionally. But, you no, know, man, but, you guys fucked with me, you teased me, and I said I was going to quit, and you said you should, but what I know what you were really saying, and what you're saying is get out there and do it. Yep. And, and I appreciate you guys. And Thank can you.
3: I say, no one was happier or prouder than I was when 25, 26 years later, mm-hmm. I'm flipping through my TV guide channel,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and what do I see but the news girl. Yeah, new yeah. starring my friend Jack Johnson.
1: Yeah, well, that's close. It is called The New Girl, Fox Tuesdays at 9. Um, my name is Jake. Come on, Sean.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But, you know, the reality of it is, is I'm doing this today. True, we haven't all hung out in a long time, which is regrettable. But I got to Life
3: gets big. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. life gets big. No right. doubt,
1: no doubt. But here's the thing. I got to get the word out there. I got to get people watching. Sure. It's, uh, it's right before for a show called The Mindy Project, starring Mindy Kalen. Yes, it's, I've heard of that show. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Very, so you haven't heard of my very show? Very funny show. I have not heard of your
1: show. Zoe Deschanel. Schmidt.
2: Oh, well, Schmidt. Well, I've I heard of I've heard of Mr. Oh, Schmidt. Oh, everyone knows Mr. Schmidt. I have heard of Mr. Schmidt. It's not called
1: Mr. Schmidt.
3: Is, it, is that a different show?
1: No. Okay. On Tuesday night, you got the show Dads. Then you got Brooklyn Nine Nine with Andy yes. Samberg. Yeah, and I've
3: I've seen those shows. Yeah. They're those the, are good shows. Then you got never got miss Brooklyn Nine Nine with Andy Samberg.
1: Yeah. Then you got New Girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you got the Mindy Project.
2: We believe okay. you.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's not called Mr. Schmidt. All right. That's just
2: what people when they come in to work the next day. You they I hear like, did you see Mr. Schmidt last night? And yeah, or someone will be saying.
1: First of all, what? For, <laughs> hold on, hold on, guys. This is what
3: a, Mr. Schmidt said, they'll be yeah. saying, they'll be quoting him. Why are you putting mm-hmm, this? Or they've got the from?
1: shirt on. <laughs> there's a chance Schmidt's his first name. We've never called him Mr. Schmidt. We've done 56 episodes. We've never called him Mr. Schmidt because yeah. the writers have told us we don't know if it's you know Mr. Schmidt or Schmidt's first name.
2: Uh huh. This is okay. Well, this is going to be a good Cody I think can, segue. Can sit back down at the engineering board, please. Cody just Cody was up standing and, up. Just sort of just and things. keep the, go
3: ahead and keep the cans on just for quality control stuff yeah. just QC we want you to
1: right.
2: hear and that's and make sure it's coming through clean. Jake if you're sitting close to him and like we're yeah, if, if you see him if you see him take those cans off just give us okay give us a signal some and sort and we'll, of shout out, no doubt and we'll, and we'll and we'll take care of it okay. but
3: you we heard you mention the writers and I think it's a good segue to educate some of our audience who maybe haven't uh, heard of the Mr Schmidt show yes.
2: Um, let's talk about uh, let's talk about the show. You, where,
3: yeah. How okay? How did you get the idea for a news girl? And me?
1: Yes. And mm-hmm. and I didn't how get d- the idea.
3: Hmm. Okay. Well, Hayes. that's a scoop.
1: This it's, is a big scoop. I don't think it's a scoop. Uh,
3: Mark it down.
1: This isn't a scoop
2: s- troop. Get your notebooks out. This
1: isn't a scoop troop moment, guys.
2: Is it the kind of thing where like you didn't get the idea? It just. Came, came to, to you. Me Those are the best
3: ideas, yeah. the ones where you're not trying I to you don't think feel like about you would I I what ML. I didn't do it write
1: yet. it.
2: You just happened to be in the right. I didn't write it. Okay. Hmm.
1: I'm just acting in it. Okay. I play uh, Mr. Miller. Oh okay. Mr. Miller. Hmm. Now what everyone talks about the water coolers the next day or whatever.
2: Now on your IMDB page it says Nick. What? It says you play
1: Yeah, Nick Miller. Mr. Miller. Nick Miller.
2: Nick. Yeah, uh, Miller. Mr. Miller. Okay. Now, uh, talk about him for a second. Which one is he?
1: Well, it's... <clears throat> which guy is Nick? Mm-hmm. Well, let's fuck, guys. Let's break it down. He's not Zoe. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. He's not Lamorne Morris. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure.
2: No, yes. And he's not Very Mr. F- Schmidt. Yes. yeah. Well, so we we know who Lamar. is he? Right.
1: So if he's not Zoe... He's not the black guy, and he's not Mister Schmidt. Then who is he?
2: He's the guy in like the checkered shirt with like the bingo. scruffy.
1: Yes, bingo. Sure, bingo. Okay. So you do watch?
2: I've seen the. You know, I've flipped through EW. I've seen like yeah. a little. Well, I've been in there like six times, so
1: it really doesn't matter to me. But let me ask you this: uh, uh, in that, that six a... times in Variety, five times in Hollywood Reporter, nine.
2: Congratulations! Ooh.
1: You're wearing
2: um Those are big numbers, a checkered shirt. Oh. Uh uh-huh. And you have kind of a scruffy beard hmm. tonight. Are you? Do you have to how film do, it right after? How do you get ready to play a character like Nick? Well, if you Miller. want the
1: truth, I just came from an appearance at Target. Oh. we had the whole cast. We got. We do appearances around Hollywood, and we make bank. Sure. Mm. We just stand in, in front of different appliances, and then we go to like different bars. It's like you've heard it in Vegas, yes, where like Snooky goes to the VIP at some club and makes X amount of bank, right? Mm-hmm. Well, some of the cast members and me do it,
2: and you'll do a residency, some like in Vegas, you'll do a residency at like Veggie Grill, sure, or something like that. That's right, hundred yes. percent.
3: Yeah, It's we're doing the new, the uh, new Chipotle, but it's like Asian food. Hmm. do you know that one no it's new oh, it it's sounds delicious. close to the arc light um yeah uh you guys should look into that i could see that being a nice cross promotion how Miss, come? maybe mr schmidt's um chopping up tofu or something
1: mm-hmm. isn't uh, that what he does is that mostly what he does well they're the both show?
3: new things i just thought
1: well we're not new then. We're in season three.
3: Oh, good oh good congratulations we gotta got move on
2: okay. um
1: great um go ahead
2: did you see Bridesmaids?
1: Yeah, a couple years ago. Okay. I thought it was funny, too. Well, brave, too. What's We're going to... Uh, what was brave about
2: it? Let's read... Um, let's, go, let's go to the Popcorn Gallery.
3: Let's go to Great. the Popcorn Gallery. This is a, a segment that our fans obviously love. Um, a lot of uh, Joe and Jane Q public movie-goer types Great. don't have direct access to working Hollywood actors. Mm-hmm. And so we get questions from them.
2: So it's our version of the peanut gallery. Oh, it's the popcorn okay, gallery. Great. The popcorn I love gallery. It. So we reach into the Fantastic. popcorn bag. Great. And we pull out a question. It's from Bird Rules. And his question for Jake Johnson is, Jake, how do you get into the funny zone? Hmm. Mm. You're mm. on a comedy T V show. Yeah. Uh, and when you're Sometimes you need to really get into that place. Sean and I do comedy as well. It's different for everybody.
1: Right.
2: I have my way of doing it. He has his way. We'd like to hear about your way of getting into the funny zone.
1: Well, I didn't study acting for nine years to flop around with funny ears on and goofy uh, shoes and get sure. in my funny zone.
2: Right. right. Uh, I'm an actor. Right. That's cheating.
1: Mm-hmm. So how do I get in my funny zone? great script.
2: A great script.
1: I don't know about you guys, but you know, I know you guys will run around and chase each other's dicks on screen, on stage, and go like whoop de doo dee doo dee doo, and everybody yeah. laughs. But that's not yeah. what I do.
2: We chase each other's dicks.
1: Uh, what I do is, I read the material, I become the material, I say the lines, and I will specifically, if my character has a pause, mm-hmm. I will ask in the script to tell me how many seconds.
3: Oh wow! Oh, oh wow! It's- so okay, so if, um, so if the script said for you to chase mr schmidt's dick around (laughs) do you throw that in the wastebasket or are you willing to
1: you know what i don't throw if you know what a script is bible Mm -hmm. oh wow um so if the bible says something you don't choose to throw it out Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. i don't i'm not a religious guy
2: oh then a strange analogy for you to use So you think that a script is not an important thing. It's something you don't believe in. Something you don't think is real. That other people
3: find important and you almost think that's silly. What would
2: you say to your fans who do believe that God is real?
1: I didn't say that I don't think God is real. Okay. I don't, you know, I think it's basically a script. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? With a great writer. Oh. New girl is. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yes yeah I think so, yeah, I do. And so when I look at a script,
3: I just figured, yeah, now I now I know probably even more than Hayes does.
1: yeah, but yeah. I probably know that most of the three minutes because I said it.
3: Okay. I that don't want that ground.
1: I don't want to go back to the uh, Burbank airport where we play Who's dicks the longest right <laughs> because everybody's doing great.
2: yeah, sure. now everyone is doing great. Should we uh, get into the scene machine?
3: Yeah, let's hop into the scene machine um, and just drive into
2: a fun scene. This is where we create a scene Hmm. out of nothing. We just put a bunch of loose parts in the scene machine. Improv. Uh, Well, not necessarily improv because we do want you. You're here to. You said before you're here to uh, promote script writing. Promote that show uh, that you're on. Uh, New Girl Tuesdays
1: at nine uh, before the Mindy Project after Andy Samberg and Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. Uh, An hour after Dad's. Do you hang out with Mimby at all when you are... Who? When the, you're doing stuff
3: like... Because you're right next to the Mimby project, do you what project? Mimby get to...
1: Mimby? Who the hell is Mimby?
3: Uh, I assume she's a friend of yours because you're right next she to her She plays Mimby on that show.
1: Yes. Her name's Mimby.
2: On the show. And on the show, sure. And but in that's,
1: real life... No, when she... who are you guys thinking of? There's a fa- no, there's Jake. a famous actress no, named Mindy Kalane. No, Jake. She plays Jake. Mindy. Who Jake. are you guys Jake. thinking of, Jake? That's a fake show. No, I in know. I know. She's on and her t- name's Mindy she's just Lahiri in someone the show. On a TV right. show. But right. Mindy Kalang, who's an author named right. Mindy Kalang.
3: Yeah, who's an author slash actress? Who's
1: Mindy
2: Kalin? That's just the show. That's just a character on a show. No. she's playing a
1: doctor. That's all fake. No, I know that... Dude, I'm not an idiot, man. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. I know it's a show. But I don't think her name is Mimby Colleen.
3: Mimby. A real doctor wouldn't be allowed to do all the stuff that she does.
1: No, I know. Because it's a show. And uh, Chris uh, Messina's She's in it.
3: She's very unprofessional in some of I the agree. doctor agree. No, meetings. I know.
1: I know. But... Yeah. Yeah. So to answer a question, I'm not friends with her. Okay. But I think she's nice.
2: Let's get into the scene. Yes. Sorry. Scene machine. I'm sorry. I sidetracked us. Jake, we're going to have you play Nick.
1: Okay. Your character from the show. Uh, I'll be. We're doing a scene from New Girl? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't have the script.
2: No, it's an improvised scene. I
1: don't improvise.
2: Well, then let's do a real scene. Great. Here's the script. Great. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I'll be Jeb. Jess. Okay. Uh, Sean, who would you like to play? I'd like to play Mr. Schmidt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you got it in yet. Okay. You seem more like a Winston.
3: Now let's set up the scene. Let's give context for the scene. I hope that's not a, some sort of a racial insult. What? You How said it the... very. You said it with a very negative.
1: No, because right now Winston's storyline is he is, has weird feelings for puzzles and cats.
3: Yes, I've
2: seen it. And I think it's you're meaty it. stuff. It's, <laughs> it's meaty stuff. Well it's it's stuff the, the kind of thing that you wouldn't see on television ten, fifteen years ago in the those multicam shows. I think you, you would. would. They didn't have time to explore it. No, because right. the laugh track ate up too
3: much time. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then when you do single cam, you can do it because you have more time, more lines. Yeah.
1: I think there's truth to that. Okay. Because I think the laugh track takes up time, and without it, you get more time for lines.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'd like to play Mr. Schmidt, and we'll just see
1: if I have it in me or not.
2: Okay. I guess so. Let's do a scene where I am Jess, and I've just done something unacceptably strange. Okay. Uh, and you... are Jess. Yes. Okay. And you, Nick, you need to put me in my place without hurting my feelings. Okay. So first, tell us what you do, what process you go through to get to a place where you can do that as the character, Nick.
1: Well, I think about who in my real life has done something mm-hmm. that has just acted out of line. And I got a mm-hmm. few people that I could always go to, and it just pisses me off. And then I think... Yeah. Well, I love that person. They're a valued person. My mother, my sister. I mostly use a female for Jess, or I'll use a a guy for Mr. Schmidt. And I think this girl really did it to me this time. My sister, my mom, my cousin Teresa, or Mm -hmm. other girls get super furious and then enter the scene.
2: Okay. Mm -hmm. Are you there? But why is it called a washing machine if it can't wash my car?
1: Who is that? <laughs> huh? That, and that's
2: Jess.
3: That's Jess. That's Jeez. from
2: the show. Why is it called a washing machine if it can't wash my car? Yeah.
3: That's it. Yeah, why is it called a washing machine if it can't wash my car? And well, I'll tell you
1: I'll tell you the way Nick would respond. Mm-hmm. Unlike this dialogue that was written not by okay. one of our writers. Okay, okay. It's nonverbal. It's the look. Okay,
2: for the people right. at home. He sort of folded his arms. Who are listening? Homie folded he his arms sort of and he raised his eyebrows and he face? he sort of crinkled his brow. Yeah. Okay. Now, I'll, I'll just. Okay. I was just trying to help.
3: I'm entering now. Here I am. Why did no one tell me that my face cream expired?
2: No, oh, he's still he's doing the same look. Okay, and
3: I got that look. This was a different one. Yeah, that was like, yeah. are you really going to act
2: like this? Uh-huh. Yeah. I put my car in the washing machine.
3: I found a frog in my face, creep. <laughs> okay, and then that look was kind of like
1: uh. a, a frog. You know what yeah. that look was? Yeah, please tell me. Uh, the look where you can cut to commercial break.
3: That's an that's act flow, yes. And that's how powerful it
2: is. That's is an that act You can blow. go out. Because, and and here's you don't have thing. to write Let the Let me blow. explain to
1: you. You don't know. So in TV with audiences, you, so with audiences, you had laughter.
2: hmm
1: Now that he comes in there, he says about the frog and the lip gloss, and then boom, mm-hmm. you cut to the expression. The expression says, I get it, and I'm moving the story with a look.
2: Mm-hmm. That's interesting that you said lip gloss. That's a little window into your craft, actually, because nobody said that before. What did you
1: say? Face cream. He mm. said What's face cream, difference? but you
2: said lip gloss because I don't think you were you were so inside.
1: Oh, you're complimenting me. Yeah, uh, thank you.
2: Putting uh, your character together, yeah. that you thought in this moment, my character wouldn't be listening to what was going on. I would be
1: looking at Jess's lips.
2: Yeah,
3: he'd be thinking about a look. Yeah. And also, it even lip gloss even further feminizes Schmidt. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I feel like maybe Nick doesn't think Mr. Schmidt is a, is all man.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah. And it was very intimidating to be on the
1: other on the other side of
3: that. Oh, I would not. I would not want to be on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Schmidt earns his paycheck. I'll tell you something.
1: Well, I don't think you're ever in any fear of being on the other side of that. Because you got to get the job through auditions.
3: Sure. Right. And, and, and you know have- that I'm offer only. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but you got to pass a lot of levels to get on the other side of that.
3: Yeah, and you know that I'm offer only and that they wanted to go for more of a no-name and undiscovered talent. (laughs) It's too distracting to have someone like
1: me on there. (laughs) You'll get the looks in podcasts.
3: (laughs)
2: Yes. Let's reach back in the popcorn gallery one more time before Mm -hmm. we go. Uh, I think this is a good question to end on. Uh, This is from Chanson. Chanson. Listener. Great. Jake. Is it hard being famous?
1: Is it hard being famous? Well, you know what? It's hard doing appearances. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. But you have to do those because the show is a is a lost leader.
1: No. Well, I, I do those appearances because I've got my own appearance agent. Mm-hmm. So when I do those appearances, what I didn't say, it's not the other series regulars doing it with me. Oh. Mm. It's guest stars. It's co-stars. It's anybody who's been on the show with me. Because I got a guy who runs them, I get the checks, um and it's a money maker,
3: and would you say that your agent is your best friend at this point?
1: I would say he's my brother,
3: yeah mm-hmm. and what is crafty like on the new girl?
1: I like it m ms m ms so it's
3: sweets mainly
1: donuts, yeah no, not I wouldn't say that <laughs> uh, it's not just sweets it's m ms it's skittles, it's candy, uh sodas. Donuts, uh, chocolate bars, don't oh. buy everything. Um, yeah,
3: you're just only you're only listing sweets, and
1: I don't think that's true. Um, Frosted Flakes, okay, how cereal?
3: Right, that's more in the middle, but also Mince. pretty sweet cereal.
0: Yeah,
1: but yeah. I mean other cereal too. Mm. A bunch of, I mean, look, craft service is really it's not you know it's just it's a bunch of shit.
3: Yeah, it's good. Okay, so okay, so then crafty's good. That'll that's good. Our audience will want to hear that.
1: Yeah, food's good. And
3: mm-hmm. then you had a you wanted to promote a movie.
1: Yes, um, I want to promote a, mo- a movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's called Boys Night Out. Mm-hmm. It's on VOD right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It stars me, uh, Vince Vaughn, mm-hmm. Danny Glover.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's about the three of us. We're best friends. <laughs> stars me, uh, Danny Glover, Vince Vaughn. We play all best friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a night where we all have young babies at home. Mm-hmm. And we're all dads. We all live in the suburbs of uh, Detroit. Mm-hmm. And we decide to have a boys' night out. Last time.
2: One last hurrah.
1: One last hurrah. But when we go out, it's reliving all the stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
1: everything goes crazy. So it's a shout-out to the movies of the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's very contemporary. And was Danny busting you up... Uh, He's, non-stop? Well, you know, the reputation when we were growing up mm-hmm. was that Mel Gibson was the prankster.
3: Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's Danny. Danny, mm-hmm. And so that must have bust you up pretty good.
1: He was, he was doing pranks on camera, off camera. He didn't memorize any of his lines. He was funny and dramatic.
2: It's the kind of thing you just turn on the camera and it's just like, go. 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 Mm-hmm.
1: At one point, I literally think... Me and Vince just sat there, knuckles closed, on a uh, chin, watching.
2: Mm-hmm. You forgot. Oh, wait, I got a job to do, I gotta, too. I
1: got to say my lines. But, you know, mm-hmm. the reality of it was, it was a lot of fun. It's a really good movie. It's really sweet. There's a lot of great females in it, mm-hmm. unknowns.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it's on VOD. You can find it now. It's on iTunes. There's a
3: powerful anti-cigarette message in there as well.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. You know, the reality is, is I don't know if all, everybody knows it gives you cancer.
3: They're bad for you, yeah. Well, 100%. Well, 100%, 100%. Yeah. They, 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 they there's yeah. been a lot of years where that. it's been both
1: sides of the mm-hmm. fence. Now there's no fucking around. Mm-hmm. You yeah. smoke cigarettes, you're going to most likely get cancer.
3: And the, Yeah, and to take a strong stance like that is mm-hmm. pretty powerful. Time to yeah, speak I'm out. really
1: glad you pointed that out because that is something not everyone's... It's only one scene. Uh, and a lot of my monologue in it got cut out.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they whittled it down to... And you can tell that there's...
0: It's
1: edited so poorly. Been a big chunk cut out in the middle ed- of it. The editing yeah. of that scene, all jokes aside, really pissed me. Do you want to do it? it works? Work? Do you want to tell us some of one what we missed? Was forty-five yeah. minutes. Okay. In the show. Oh, okay. In the movie, and I literally think this is the only thing in there, mm-hmm. and I'm not kidding when I say I went off for forty-five straight minutes. Mm-hmm. They had to reload one of the cameras in the middle of it because we ran mm-hmm. out of the fucking card. Mm-hmm. I literally stopped and kept my facial expression in the same spot so we could start again, because mm-hmm. I was thinking about editing. In the movie, it's Danny Glover smoking, which his character didn't smoke. He was uh-huh. just views. It. he kept saying, it's a boy's night, it's a boy's night. Yeah. Smoking yeah. every scene, smoked every day, smoked in the hotel room, everything. Yeah. In the movie, I go, hey, put out that, and it cuts to him smoking, and I go, cigarette. But it's not even my voice saying cigarette. Yeah. So- It's, hey, cut out that, and then they use a weird cut, and you hear, cigarette. Yeah, and that's Haley Joel. I I, I didn't know that.
3: ADR King.
1: It fucking pissed me off, Mm -hmm.
3: man. That's frustrating.
1: They cut all my stuff in that movie. Half my stuff is ADR, but I guess it's Haley Joel Osment. They made my character gay. I didn't say any of that stuff. All that's ADR. The whole thing with me and Vince, that whole thing in the second act, Mm -hmm. I didn't say any of that. I wouldn't say it. It's all ADR. I think you're
2: handsome. Oh, you hate that
1: stuff. What are you talking about? Yeah. That's yeah. not in the movie. I didn't agree to do that.
2: Yeah. You would have said no to that because you hate that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Fuck no. The ADR, the whole thing. I got the munches for you. What does that even mean? Everyone's laughing. In the, I was at the arc light. Everyone's laughing. I stood up and like, go, what's the munches? Mm-hmm. Making yeah. you look like the idiot.
3: Yeah, it's very funny. I think it means you want to chew on his, like, buttocks. But I, you know, <clears throat> but... It, Regardless, it's, yeah, I don't know. it's disappointing to hear that they did that to but sort whatever. of your vision. Yeah, it's
1: on VOD, uh, iTunes. On VOD, everybody
3: check it out. And, yeah, um
1: Boys Night but, Out, super fun movie to do. But
3: any of that gay shit, that's not...
1: that. Uh, I didn't choose that. I wouldn't have said yes to my mm-hmm. true fans of Jake M. Johnson out there. You can trust in me, never would I do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, it's just just disappointing but right on to my true jake m johnson fans uh you guys know you're always the number one and you guys love mr miller
2: thanks jake thanks thank you so much jake thanks so much for coming on hollywood yeah. handbook thanks to everyone out there for listening uh rate us on itunes uh, subscribe to the forums and uh purchase our uh, our pro version uh, um, yeah, please
3: do buy the pro version. You get access to all kinds of cool extras. Um, you get a 45-minute Skype with the boys.
2: 45-minute Skype with the boys. You get What's a bunch version? of exclusive this GIFs. This is the pro version. Yeah, this is what we're saying. Yeah.
3: Yeah. We're plugging the pro version of the podcast because it's not um, as expensive as it could be to just mm. listen to the normal
2: episode.
1: Yeah. You guys are charging for other things, too?
2: Yeah, you get a bunch of exclusive GIFs. Uh, you get an interview with uh, LaMorne Morris so if this one sort of wet your appetite uh, for to get into the belly of the beast think, that is maybe, maybe, uh, I, don't uh, maybe, I don't think he would do this podcast. The, the real thing.
1: LaMorne's uh, not going to do it. I only did it cuz I know you guys from a while ago. This is dog shit. No, That's i get okay, 200 views tops.
2: No, he wouldn't do it for He's not
1: going to do for it. Free. Really. He you, won't do it for money. It's not anymore.
3: really views you're looking for, yeah.
1: What is it you guys are looking for? We found
2: it. We found a number. Um,
1: You found a number with Lamorne? mm -hmm. How much are you paying him?
2: I don't think that's for you. I'll text
1: him right now. So will I. (laughs) You don't even have his number.
2: Uh, Yes, I do. You want me to read it to you? Yes. (laughs) Read. Sean, if you could just read Lamorne Morris' number. 310? Yep. You know it by heart.
1: Yeah, I call him every day. Mm -hmm.
2: 689? You call it, you dial out the whole thing? Read everything but the last two And make people guess What those last two are There's also a nine in it And there's also a zero in it Okay So that'll be fun For people on the forums To guess what Lamorne Morse's uh, Personal go Personal phone number is And uh, To Call it So you guys charge for Skypes Well that's It's part of the Once you Get the pro version It's free We charge for the pro version And Skypes are included and in that And then the Skypes are free
1: Why would they want to Skype with you
2: so we can give them tips about achieving uh, Hollywood uh,
1: oh, success. Oh, students. Or whatever they want. It's not, not everyone
2: like... has good friends in their life like
3: we were to you right. at, back at the Burbank Airport at the, and when you were a bartender.
1: So give me some three pieces of advice that the people could potentially look out for.
3: Okay. Uh, pay money if you want the real advice. That's good. I mean mm-hmm. that's the main advice that we want to give is that's that good. it is available. We have the juice, we have the good stuff. Yeah. Okay. But it's going to cost
2: a little bit and then and you want it to because you don't want everyone to have it. Yeah. It's like that's, an acting coach. That's one. You got to pay for the good stuff. Two is rate us on iTunes.
1: Okay.
3: Rate us on iTunes, comment in the forums. Mhm.
2: And then get the pro version. <laughs>
3: Bye. bye, bye, everybody. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Ackerman. For more information, visit earwolf.com.
0: Earwolfradio.com. The
2: wolf dead.